0: to another episode of a ghost in the magazine i'm steph and i'm al i'm matt i'm al and we're back to 31 days of horror i'm so excited yay yay
1: can i just say it's good to see see you guys again it's been a while
0: have you been on a 31 days of horror episode
1: no i haven't
0: oh this is so juicy i'm so happy
1: i'm a big time virgin
0: Mm, oh Well, we're ending that today.
1: Wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) Surrounded on a video chat. Yes.
0: Okay, well, this is (laughs) a week. We only watched three movies. Uh,
1: (laughs) You say only. I don't know how you do it. It's
0: just, I don't have Um, the time. Well, you know, we're superstars here. And it's, it's a holiday, basically. 31 days of horror watching a scary movie every night in the month of October we're We're recording this early. What is October without subjecting yourself to movies that may or may not be great in the horror genre, right? So this is no different. So, like every year, I mean, we kind of switch things up a little bit, but we're gonna rank these bad boys from worst to best.
1: Yeah, is that how Was... we're doing it? Yeah, okay.
0: okay. from worst to best. So my picks, Portal is the fucking worst. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not great choices, I feel like. Portal, Butterfly Kisses, and then 1408.
1: Uh, I'm going to switch that up a little bit. Portal's definitely the worst. Uh, I'm going 1408 after that, and then uh, Butterfly Kisses.
2: Portal is the worst, but it was the one that I had the most fun with. Um, So I'm probably going to do 1408 at the bottom, Butterfly Kisses, and then Portal. So my ranking is the same as Matt.
1: It always <laughs> is.
0: It's like, I, love you guys. I don't know what that says about me, but.
1: You got problems.
0: <laughs> You're my favorites. That's what it says. Thanks. You're so welcome. We're going to start with Portal. We're just going to
3: get right in to that one.
0: There's not much to say about it anyway. No, no, there's not. I was very bored. It's only an hour and fifteen minutes. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. They respected mm. me in that way. I don't mean to be aggressive, but Fourteen O Eight sure is fucked in it. That's what hey. I'm gonna say about that.
1: <laughs> that was a that was a decent short film. Portal? Fourteen oh eight. We'll talk about it. We'll get to it.
3: (laughs) I did look up reviews that I thought were ridiculous for all of these, but I could not do that for this movie because I couldn't find a review because nobody gives a fuck enough to write a review. (laughs)
1: Well, now we have a mission.
0: There we go. So, uh, not be kind.
1: It's truly shit.
0: Okay, but okay, but who was I telling? Was it Al? I said the, the the bonuses was that it's short. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. is in it. She's not in it for very long, and I was very confused about what she was doing there, but I was happy to see her. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Merriman from The Luck of the Irish. Yeah. The channel original. <laughs> I was like, why do you look so familiar and why am I getting, like, the I mean, black <laughs> That's all I remember about the movie, honestly. Yeah. I just lost it. Like... Hi, kitty. <laughs> you say hello.
1: The acting was very bad. Yeah,
0: it was. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. that guy's hateable as much as a character can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I find a lot of similarities between him and the dude from Butterfly Kisses.
0: Yes. Um. Yeah. Actually, yes.
1: Hated mm. them both.
3: Also, we have the magical indigenous character trope in here, right which I. Right. Personally, it's offensive. I don't like
0: it. It is. Huh, I'm a little allergic to that because, like, okay, is Portal the one where he peed on the rock? Yeah. yeah. That's what activated the ghost? He peed
1: on the Carcosa rock? Yeah. And
0: the guy, okay, here's what got me, okay? It's literally a, fu- like, we've seen some ominous shit in some, <laughs> in some bad movies, okay? We have. We watched a lot of movies on this podcast. It was literally a fucking swirl onto a rock with stick figures and this man flips his shit so that's some like hoodoo voodoo shit right there and i'm like what a cracker thing to say that is so ignorant you probably drew it
1: listen why did she bury it with a headstone if she didn't want it to be found
0: yeah right she might as well just drawn a fucking down arrow
1: She did. she did (laughs) oh Oh yeah! It just took the magical piss to activate yeah. it.
2: They had to pull the oh, Midsummer oh, yeah. and pee on the sacred rock to be able to unlock the next half of the movie.
1: Well, speaking of that, I wish I was jumping off of a rock while I was watching this.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I would have you know? liked to be the old man for Midsummer.
0: <laughs> oh, drama. just
1: hold hands and just leap.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's time to eat us, delete us. <laughs> also,
3: the other interesting thing about this spiral <laughs> that he said was he called it a spiritual mandala.
0: She did say that, didn't he? Stop. And
3: it's like how many different cultures can you shit on in one oh, tirade, God. brother?
0: Okay. Sorry, this movie is slowly coming back to me. Uh while we're talking shit. This is also the one, right, where he was going to give up everything. After his partner's paying, like, like paying for everything. He's like, oh, just fuck it. She's like, absolutely not. Yeah. $5,000 to, uh, what is an enemy ghost hunter?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, uh, this one's, what was the title of the file? This one's like definitely off limits or some shit.
0: And he's, you, you're not going to give him just all this access to your stuff.
1: Hey, that no. was a really cool guy in that 2011 BMW. It oh, and his I can't remember. Car.
0: His yeah. vision car. His vision car. That, yeah.
3: that ghost hunting team was douchebaggins coded too. Like it yeah. was yes. supposed yeah. to be that.
0: I immediately yelled, it's giving back baggins. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was by myself.
2: As as someone who has seen all 26 seasons of Ghost Adventures, <laughs> I was like, oh i know this and i know exactly where they're pulling this from and it's ridiculous and part of it is again that's a huge paranormal tv jackie i'm like this is endearing because it's stupid (laughs) i find the familiarity in the stupid
0: we didn't do that but we did cover demon house once.
2: Um,
0: (laughs) i prefer ghost facers the fictional ghost hunters from supernatural ghosts ghost facers
3: speaking of supernatural the the character that kept turning on the the weird music in the car and saying this is God's music reminded me of Bobby from Supernatural. <laughs> yes, Lee Singer.
1: Never hmm. seen that show, but oh, like, no. they you you did take offense when I mentioned that somebody from Midnight Mass Midnight and Mass. I said that that guy looked like a poor man's Jensen Eccles or whatever. Yeah, that was disrespectful,
0: yes. and yeah, I so I, I, mad. I never talk to me like that again
1: never constantly offending it's fine i mean nothing happens like they go to that first location it's like oh this guy blew his brains out oh i'm getting nothing i'm doing all this dumb ghost hunting stuff then they meet with that guy from the opposing you know ghost hunters and steal the file and then just he just puts his entire team in danger like at every turn
2: yeah funny is that like in between those two scenes where they like everything is falling apart and then they go through and like meet the other ghost hunter because i was watching it with ads on amazon it immediately flipped scenes and they went to a um like a hiv like vaccine commercial and it went so smoothly I thought the commercial was part of the, the movie because there was just such that like eerie like something's not right and it all feels fake and like I, I was like took me a minute to look down the corner and be like oh this is an ad this is not part of the film I had to go through the whole ad now I'm gonna pretend that's canon yeah (laughs) like i was like oh this just feels like one of those like schlocky like oh they're just throwing in fake tv ads kind of thing and no that wasn't that was an actual ad that was the most exciting thing that happened
1: (laughs) i thought that girl turning all like indestructible was okay with Hmm. the contact lenses but like what happened to the other guy did he just disappear for a while and then show up naked shivering
2: who knows yeah unknown unknown It feels like there's a lot of stuff that's supposed to be there that's not there because nobody wanted to make the movie any longer than it already was.
1: It's not a true movie unless it's an hour 30 minutes.
0: No, we disagree. I have ADHD and I appreciate if it's going to be shitty, at least it be short. I'll still count you as a movie.
1: Don't get me wrong. I am glad that it was short. I mean, it was short, but at least it was terrible. What'd you think of the monster, the out of focus monster?
3: I
0: don't remember. <laughs> I don't
1: remember it. It was just two <laughs> eyes, like, in, in the shadows or whatever.
0: Okay, so normally I like that shit. I do. Like, bright Baba night, eyes. Yeah, and then I I made a TikTok about the, the exorcist, the new exorcist poster, because, you know, the infamous stare scene. They've got one that has, like, two beady eyes. Those do it for me. This one obviously didn't, because I don't even have a mental visual of it. No. Yeah.
1: No. Uh, yeah. No. well, they end up saving everybody but this monster needs a sacrifice because it's uh gotta happen. We got to kill this shitty lead because they fall in love too like instantly?
2: Yeah, very quickly.
0: I'm not into that. I'm allergic. Uh, yeah.
1: Stupid shit. <laughs> I told you I didn't have a lot to say about it.
3: No. Yeah. I think we can file this one away. <laughs> tink, tink! goodbye.
1: Goodbye, okay. Portal.
3: The next one is very controversial among the crew here. 1408.
0: Oh! oh. Delightful I... short film. <laughs> the first thing I want to say is I love John Cusack. And I've said it a lot in the chat lately. I love John Cusack.
1: He's Nick Cage with no energy.
0: Oh, my God. You're right. No. Yeah. No. He's no yeah. energy Mark Wahlberg. No 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 what Matt said no. no I can't I can't mix it I know how you feel about the happening but I just I threw that away
2: no no, no. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just the vibe that Mark Wahlberg has like I can't name another Mark Wahlberg movie I don't even like I drove by we had a Wahlberg's for a while and I drove by the other day and I saw it closed I was like yes <laughs> like finally but- I can't I can't stand any of them but yeah I just like Cusack is just like He's like in that bubble with like those really forgettable like Edward Norton and Mark Wahlberg and like all those people that I'm just like, why are you here and you bring anything? He's here <laughs> for great. me. He's there for you and he's allowed to be. I'll <laughs>
1: yes. I'll, I'll push back on that just a little. Like Mark Mark Wahlberg, while well, he did commit a hate crime when he was young, uh this is true. Uh he's it's pretty memorable performance in the fighter uh he's in those stupid transformers fear movies was he
2: out. in the fighter yeah huh yeah he, See, he I... played
1: irish mickey ward he's a really sh- real shithead in the departed
0: i'm yeah i like the departed but i remember mark Wahlberg most from fear because i watched *Fear*. way too young to watch that movie and um have you two seen that
1: we covered that over on that other thing and uh yeah, we both gave it two fingers in.
0: Stop, Matt.
1: <laughs> we were on a roller coaster at the time. Yeah, no. George and I. It was just the two of us. It was really weird. Made things awkward for the next week.
0: Guys, <laughs> nice. okay. You two haven't seen Fear? No. Oh, so okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because you've never seen it. There's a very memorable scene. He's like an. A scary, abusive boyfriend to Reese Witherspoon, but he doesn't start out that way. Obviously, they never do. There's a scene where they go on a roller coaster together and he totally fingers her.
1: The whole soundtrack is all Bush, too.
0: It, uh, yeah, it's wild. And I watched that when I was like an actual child.
1: Oh. But- I think there's a couple wild, like a Wild Horses song in there too. Yes,
2: there is.
1: It's a fun, it's a fun romp of that intense.
0: Yeah, it's an intense movie. So that's burned (laughs) into my brain forever.
1: Well, let me in the fucking house.
0: Oh my God. He was so scary. Like he (laughs) was actually scary.
1: But 1408. Oh, sorry. Kind of more of a musical, I thought. You guys watched it on YouTube, right?
2: A saying, couple yes. of you did. Mm-hmm. I did.
1: I did too. Interesting. I'll just say that.
2: Yeah, it's it's a very yellow film. It's it was like very jaundiced looking.
1: Did you guys watch the whole anthology?
2: They're squinting. You mean
3: all the endings?
1: No, no, no. There was uh this was a part of an anthology. Uh there are other oh. films like I noted a couple of them, uh with titles like The End uh Has No End and Between Love and Hate. I watched a couple of those as well. Uh, This was definitely my second favorite from all the short films.
3: Matt, stop telling us. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. That's the problem. It's like, I'm sure it's a funny joke if you know what the hell you're referring to, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you don't know about the main cast, (laughs) the Julian and Albert, directed by Roman Coppola, two hour or two minutes and 33 second short film.
3: This sounds nerdy as fuck, dude. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, I did find it on YouTube, but I accidentally just listened to that song 1251 by the strokes and went down the entire track list. I'm sorry. Are you guys talking about the uh, terrible film? 1408 from 2007.
0: That one, that's the guy.
1: <laughs> Thankfully I saw that in 2007. It's still very fresh in my brain. We can go from there.
0: Yo, 2007. I was 17 years old. Did you watch it in the theater?
1: I did not see that in the theater, no. Uh, I, I don't feel like I missed much. No. I would have thought that you would have wanted Nick Cage in this role, though.
0: I think Nick Cage would have crushed it, but the thing is that I also love John Cusack, and that's been a thing since, you know, I saw Say Anything. So, he's fine.
3: It's this fine. This would be, okay, I like John Cusack from High Fidelity. That was like a movie I watched a ton of times. And I really liked that. I liked that movie. I liked John Cusack in that movie. This movie made me hate John Cusack. Honestly, it it did I, the opposite for me. I was so fucking bored and I didn't know what was going on. And I wanted to strangle him. I, <laughs> thought,
1: I thought that I liked John Cusack from better off dead. And then I went and I bought the Blu-ray of better off dead. And, uh, <laughs> That was a mistake.
3: I don't even know that movie.
1: Oh, you'd you'd recognize it. It's got some got some quotable lines. Have you ever heard someone say, "I want my two dollars"? It's from that. Or, I'd buy that for a dollar. It's, oh, it's from that.
3: 1985.
1: Film. It's uh It's not good, and this <laughs> didn't really uh, push him up in the rankings uh, upon watching 1408 for me either. Cool. I'm sorry to always agree with Elle.
0: You don't have to be sorry. Elle has great opinions. I just um, am sometimes the odd person out, and i be aggressive about it. Well,
3: also, this is just one of those Stephen King boomer main characters that is just insufferable as fuck. And that's part of it. And it's just, he's so smarmy, and he thinks he's so fucking smart. And why is the room haunted? Like... We we get yeah. like why <laughs> what what's the fucking rules guys what's the rules and I yeah.
2: Stephen King there is no rules
0: well
3: it no that's Stephen
2: really? King... that's not
0: always true yeah like he, he usually operates within you know like
2: a very good right lore
0: person. mechanisms
2: yeah okay I I say corrected. Stephen King short stories do not have the same level of rules as something like true. it. True. or The Shining, because there's give not enough time enough, to ramble. There's not enough, yes, he, there is not enough space for 800 pages of exposition we don't need. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like my favorite thing, but he needs to ramble himself to the point. Right. Gosh. I Here's the thing. I have DNF'd every single Stephen King book I have tried to read. I cannot stand the way Stephen King writes. I love his characters, I love the concepts, I love the settings, but the execution kills me which is why my sister got me this based on the novel by stephen king shirt because when it's in movie form when it's shorter when it's more compact when they have the ability to like focus in on the things that don't need 800 pages i'm like okay cool i really enjoyed this and so i was hoping that 1408 would be that kind of thing and i was like man i can't (laughs) with this movie it's just (laughs) probably the short story thing
0: yeah and um, i have to say like his longer movies or yeah his movies that are based on longer books they're not always like true to the book i go pretty right. ham about it and then also what's the other one it does <laughs> oh yeah you know, about the newer it because it pisses
3: me off yeah mm-hmm. understandably so like a lot of the adaptations of stephen king's work aren't very like on with the book.
0: Well, not even the Shining. Like hoover just said, probably yeah. the same thing Al said, and he said we're not going to do that, you know. And he started a war
2: that ended up right. But still, like, I don't like the I don't like the Shining for the record. That's the the one like the book or the movie, the
0: movie.
2: You might like the book. i yeah. Well, and here I might. I think I was one of the ones I DNF because I DNFed. It was Shining, Doctor Sleep. It oh dark I... tower first book maybe i got yeah i didn't finish the first book i tried like what is it that with a cop one that he had i tried the green mile i've tried all the whole spectrum because i was like and carrie like i've tried like decades and john are like giving it a fair shot and it's none of it has just done anything for me. i DNS the shining and we were supposed to read it for this podcast
0: so i didn't finish
3: that uh, i did like, that with dr sleep but I, for a good I, reason my aunt was in hospice at the time so that was hard for me <laughs> Yes, Matt.
1: Can I touch back on the the rules uh, situation? Like <laughs> yeah. not understanding the rules. So, how is Samuel Jackson haunted at the end? Was it the possessions that he had?
0: I just finished it. I was literally holding the iPad when I opened Zoom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't know. Maybe it was inside the, <laughs> the recorder. There were ghosts in it.
1: So when I said that I enjoyed this film i was actually referring to that song by the strokes that i liked i absolutely hated this film
0: why would you do that to me I'm sorry
1: <laughs> it's too long and
2: it's long but i wasn't mad about it
1: i just like a room i don't yeah. i don't get it i don't get and
2: it. i think that's the thing that disappoints me so much about this movie is that my like second favorite subgenre of horror is like apartment horror i love that small isolated box setting and the hotels have that same kind of vibe and it's also a writer character and it deals with grief and i'm like this has every element of things that i love but the execution john cusack ruined it
1: <laughs> what's that one movie devil where they're trapped in an elevator in
2: the elevator that movie is slaps
1: i yeah, like that's, seen, that's that. I seen that but yeah, yeah I was decent. like I like
2: those like small like or there's that one they did that was like in a um little like phone booth thing I think it was like a foreign film that the whole movie took place inside of a phone booth and like the things were coming at them in the night and they had to like survive in the till the morning in the phone booth. like I love stuff like that but it's just like I'm like man this is this is not good let me defend myself for a second
0: because I just realized that all I said is that I love John Cusack that's not the reason why I like this.
1: Movie. Yeah, it's not enough.
0: <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying it to actually like make anybody agree with me or whatever justify it because I like fucked up shit. I I like the Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bomb. I like Evil Bomb, you know, and those are trash. But I like th- the whole scene with Samuel L. Jackson trying to convince him not to stay in the room. I like that so very much. And I don't mind everything that happens inside
2: the room. One of my notes in my little notebook is, more Samuel L. Jackson, please.
0: <laughs> I would actually, I would have liked for the roles to be reversed. I would have I was liked thinking the same thing. John Cusack to be the hotel manager and put Samuel L. Jackson in the room.
2: I was thinking and the I same think thing. I think it may have been a stronger delivery. Well, and especially with, like, how smarmy- the character is and how like cocky and confident it would have felt so much smoother and so much more believable coming from someone like samuel jackson right
0: throw in a couple motherfuckers and it's perfect look
1: at how quick he like for being this like really seasoned you know like investigator not even investigator but like author like, he loses his shit real quick. I like.
2: have the same thing. I said, one, his crying face is so bad, and I put also, we're 37 minutes in, and he's spiraling already. He talks a big game, and the payoff isn't worth it. One thing happens, and he's done. And it's like, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, pees his pants. Right. I, I
0: would, I would have peed my pants earlier than that. Not gonna lie. But the ghost probably would have said hello to me from the lobby because I'm extra sensitive. But I kept saying through this whole movie, wow, it's a really good opportunity to leave now. Wow, I wouldn't have done that. Wow, I'm not going up there. Wow, I'm not doing that.
1: That was the one scene I liked when he went up in the vents and he didn't run across John McClane, but he ran across that weird looking corpse guy.
0: Oh, yeah, he was gross. He was like, um, what is that wax movie?
1: He broke apart like a terracotta warrior.
0: House of Wax.
1: Uh, well, all right, I'm curious to know what film this reminded you of, because it kind of, not fully, but I got vibes. Of, I I sent it in group that it reminded me a little bit of 13 Ghosts, just in specific parts. I love
2: 13 Ghosts. You know a a Can I tell you
0: guys a secret? Huh? 13 Ghosts I watched when I was like a kid, and it scared me so bad. The big baby fucked with me.
3: I actually thought Thirteen Ghosts too for two reasons. First, we had Tony Shalhoub, and second, mm-hmm. we had uh, that that thing when he turns the lock that yeah. like lock that mechanism shot, yeah. that that made me think Thirteen Ghosts as well. But other than that,
1: I didn't like Thirteen Ghosts either. The only reason I tuned in was for Beth but... David. She gets, she gets her ghosts? face smushed between oh, the like yeah. tr- rotating doors and shit. It's awesome. Yeah.
3: I wanted to like 13 Ghosts. It's just like, it it was one of those movies where like, the lore was so cool, but they didn't bring it together with the story, and it was really disappointing.
2: I think that's the ghosts biggest complaint was. that I hear for most people about that movie, is that there was just so much potential, and apparently, almost all of the excess lore that you need about the ghosts are in the special features. There's mm-hmm. like a documentary yeah. in the special features, and the DVD yep. that goes into all of that, and it's like, well, that would have been cool to have in the movie, well, they're okay. going to make a TV
3: series about it now. Yeah, for like really? the story to be a little better. <laughs> about it. No, no. I also love how he like checks in and like the first thing he does is look for porn. I'm like, yeah, go crank one off for the ghost, bud.
0: You know what? I actually said I am ashamed, but I was... <laughs> I immediately said, no, that's on my bucket list. Uh, watching porn <laughs> in a haunted room. And Hell yeah. That's an interesting bucket list. <laughs>
1: It reminds me you saying that reminds me of that fake trailer that came out some years back called uh was it called Handjob Cabin or something?
2: What? I don't you know, know about
1: that. Oh, yeah, I got to send it to you guys. It's yeah. so stupid. Uh, Please, yeah. There's like this ghost that just jerks all the guys off in this cabin. And like it won't stop. Like man. So... So... Don't put hours.
3: that in chat. Don't put it. In, in
0: chat.
1: No. I'll send it to I'll send it to Steph, and she can be the judge if she wants <laughs> to send it to you or not. All right. Okay. It's pretty funny actually.
3: I also think another thing. He's like, Oh, I'm being dosed. He dosed me with the alcohol. He keeps drinking it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, yeah, and I also, another note I had was like, <laughs> I want people to know it was an accident if I wind up dead. And he puts the recorder in his pocket. So if he falls, he's going to crush smashed it. Smashed. I <laughs> thought oh, that too. Thing stupid.
1: Things <laughs> indestructible, though. It survived that fire.
2: Pair,
0: yeah, you know. It's because it's haunted now. That's where the ghosts are. I'm telling you, how Sammy
2: got haunted. They came from inside the tape recorder.
1: I, I can See, buy I it. I
0: didn't
2: even get that in the ending that I saw. There was the there's all the, the last of Samuel L. Jackson. is him sitting there, twirling his liquor around and going, "Good job, Mr. Insulin." And then that's it. And then you don't yes. see him again. Oh, so just corny. corny.
1: Wow, that's not the <laughs> I ending I got.
2: That's no, no, the no, no, ending my... I got. Yeah, my 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 ending was literally just like, oh, then they reconcile their their marriage and they're moving in together, and then they hear Katie's voice on the recorder, and then John He's like looks into the camera like he's bored of existing, and then it ends. I, I was bored of wall. existing too. Right, same. I watched it on YouTube. And same, the same. There must Did be you multiple rent it, though,
1: because no. I got the I got the free one
2: i got the free one i also do have youtube premium though and so it doesn't like cuts out all the like um commercials and like extra stuff so i don't know how all that affects what gets seen but I, yeah i just watched it on straight on youtube well, and he, i got the
0: theatrical di- cut i thought you hated this movie because this man's name was michael
1: i hated it because it kept making me think about diabetes That's because of his last name same, Ins- same. Ins- insulin
3: Yes. my notes said i was done 47 minutes into the movie like i that's that's where they should have cut it i agree with steph or like i did like that scene at the beginning like i was coming into this like why does i mean aside from the boomer character i was like my why does matt hate this so much and then we get into the room and it's just nothing makes sense i don't know why any of this is happening it's all like this stuff with his daughter dying like I get I get what they're trying to do there but without like giving us an emotional attachment to the character in some way with him being such an insufferable asshole it just feels like a cheap play again so whenever there's like suffering of a child or something put in there if there's not a good reason emotionally and like a good tie into the story for me it feels cheap and then I get annoyed and then I start picking the movie apart and that's what happened I
0: didn't I I already know that you feel that way because I I, I knew you very well. But it didn't feel that way to me because he was so aggressively like against the stuff he was writing. And so we're just like, why is he shitty? Like, why is he so shitty all the time? Stay scared. Yeah, but just like talking out of his belly button, like you know and that girl was trying to engage with his like book that he doesn't talk about very much his first book that's obviously about his daddy issues even though he says that it's not and i think that it just you know so i
3: took that as it it. was about his grief
0: it could be i think it's up
3: to interpretation and everyone's like the dad's an asshole he's the dad
1: yeah he's the dad That's what I was thinking.
2: Okay. I still think it could have been about him. I think it's about him, his childhood, and his dad. I'm going
1: to get a pack of cigarettes.
0: I just, because, I mean, like, this guy obviously has a lot of stuff that he keeps close, but I just feel like sometimes that shit happens, and I don't think that it was, like, overly gratuitous like throwing the dead kid in in your faces they they don't do you know there are <laughs> movies we've seen that are like that yeet ye yeah did at you i i feel like it was just like enough to show like why he's a dickhead writer and he's an alcoholic you know and
1: a because shitty dad he's,
0: but he's a dad like stephen king did cocaine you guys he he's just <laughs> dealing with his his
2: when oh, you that.
3: said that, though, Steph, all I can think of is fucking Metalocalypse, and I'm Dr.
0: Roxo, I do cocaine! <laughs> do, you, do
3: you remember when
1: you said that he was talking out of his belly button? Yeah, I that. Uh, I'd rather be watching a film where they're shoving Betamax tapes into their belly button, Videodrome. You ever seen that?
0: no but that sounds hilarious
1: it's got debbie harry and uh shit what's the what's the fucking
0: you're gonna need to make us a list something
1: what james wood oh it's good oh
0: no no we don't we don't fuck with james (laughs) wood if it's a if james woods is in it we're roasting him aggressively and immediately okay
1: that's fine but debbie harry's in it that's all you need to know
3: I just, I think Matt needs to make us a list of like education films that we need to have. (laughs) To understand me? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you're, you're going to nail one with Bud the Chud.
3: Yeah, I'm excited for that. I did put Bud the Chud on my list. I changed it.
1: (laughs) Listen, just listen to the Foley work when he takes a bite out of somebody. It sounds like somebody just bit an apple.
0: I haven't recovered from the first one. Chud. The reason why I thought
3: of Bud the Chud is because I just edited that episode for YouTube and yeah. uh, I was like, God, I forgot about Bud the Chud. We got to get, we got to get that in there. we got to get that in the rotation.
0: Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, like, this is not, Bud the Chud is not a Chud movie. Just be warned.
0: <laughs> you didn't warn us. You
1: did, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs>
3: it's got to be better than this. I'm sorry. And the other thing about this is it had so much money and so much production and like good actors, A-list actors, you know, and I still feel like it did not And Stephen King, and it didn't tell me a story that left me thinking about anything.
1: I told you my favorite part was Isaiah Whitlock, the guy from The Wire that goes, (laughs) shit. He was the guy that was sent up to fix the, uh, thermostat looked, or whatever
0: he said i'm not going in there You're i'm not
1: going in there. in there it's fucking great dude i love that guy
0: Mark, he is me i am him we're not going in there i still like the movie yeah you know, it's not like one i'm gonna crack open all the time but every couple of years i'm gonna watch 1408
1: it's okay to like a movie
0: yeah it is yeah Absolutely. Oh, thanks for the validation, guys. Oh, no, that's that's line. a, that's a s- <laughs>
1: stolen line from Eric Siska off of uh, We Hate Movies. This guy always says it's it's okay to like a movie. I'm not going to take credit for that.
3: I just want to support Steph and that she knows that <laughs> sometimes I have very uh, mean opinions about movies and they're not reflecting Thank on you whoever likes it. It's okay. We like what we like. Mm-hmm. There's lots, I like lots of weird shit. I, I mean, Metal Angel's rolling around here somewhere. No, I have,
0: no, don't bring it in.
3: I also have See No Evil with Kane. I don't actually like this movie, but I'm gonna watch it again sometime because it's hilarious. You like Heck, the, the you...
0: wrestler, Gra- Santa, wrestler. Grant I fucking Canada.
3: love Santa's sleigh. I, fucking, oh, yeah. I would go to war for Santa that movie. Goldberg. Okay. Santa yep.
2: Goldberg. Yeah, fucking I'm not into Goldberg. I don't like that. No,
3: <laughs> the
0: legend but, but it's
2: fine that you do
0: <laughs> what's the moral of the story kids please
2: let's move on <laughs> well I do want to do my recommendation for a movie that if you like the concept yes. of 1408 but actually want to have a, it actually be enjoyable because I was, it was racking my brain I was like I feel like I've just watched this movie but I liked the version that I saw and weirdly enough the new Haunted Mansion remake, the Disney movie, is literally 14- everything 1408 wanted to be. The main character is a photographer. Of course, because it's a Disney movie, his wife is dead. Of course, she knows She doesn't live. Obviously. Right, of course. She's, she's a woman in a Disney film. She doesn't live. But the thing is, is that she used to run ghost tours in New Orleans. And when she passed away, he continued to take that over because she was passionate about it. And he has an introductory scene where he's drinking he's cranky and he has these people that go like oh you're the guy who does the ghost tour things tell us what's the scariest place you've ever seen and literally just like in 1408 he goes oh because i haven't been asked that question before Mm -hmm. and he goes off on these people of like "There's ghosts aren't real this is all bs nothing exists we're all dirt and everything sucks and so he literally is the same character as mike insulin the difference is that when he comes in, he even does the thing where he takes money from people. He is like, hey, we have this haunted mansion. Bet you don't want to come and take a look at it. And he goes in and takes a look at it. He goes, ha, this is, you know, nothing's happening. I'm going to take these people's money and leave because I need to get paid. This is my job. The mansion takes a hold of him and won't let him leave. Every time he thinks he gets out, he's pulled back in. And he has Mm -hmm. to deal with the grief. And he starts to realize, oh, there is an afterlife. There are spirits. And so literally beat for beat, it's almost the same as 1408. But you have Lakeith Stanfield, who is fine as hell. And he He looks great in that movie. But he's compelling enough when he portrays that grief. I don't cry. I was sobbing in the theater when he finally starts to go through those motions and it feels rewarding to when it gets to those points of like, oh, he's grieving and the spirits are real. And so it feels like it's everything that 1408 wanted to be, but it was done well. Which really makes the comment that Mike makes at his book thing of like, oh, you want to see an actual real ghost? Go to see Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Hilarious. <laughs> it's almost oh. like it knew. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's it was very much I'm sitting there going like, this is the same movie as 1408, but better
0: but also that cements what we said earlier about how it may have been better if Samuel L. Jackson was exactly. in place, and John Cusack played the hotel manager mm-hmm. and also Haunted Mansion has Daddy DeVito in it so how yep. could it not be better right exactly I
2: mean, <laughs> it, is, it, has that, it has that same thing and I think that again four two eight could have been so much better if you had somebody that you could resonate with the grief because with yeah. John Cusack he's just an asshole and he's insufferable and you don't like him. So when he gets to that point where he like is grieving, you understand what's going on, you're just like, hey, okay, when is his head gonna get smashed in the wall so I could be done with him? Yeah. Cause like you're done with it. But when it comes to like haunted mansion and similar stories that are like that, it's like, oh, you can resonate with this and you're feeling the empathy. And it just didn't have that. Which for a movie like 1408, which is about grief I feel like you need to be able to empathize <laughs> with yeah.
0: characters.
2: It's also probably because his name is Michael.
0: I'm just going to put that well,
2: out there.
3: Stephen King writes characters like this all the time. Like most yeah. of his main characters are this boomer asshole. The difference is, is when you are reading a book, you mm-hmm. have like, a, I don't know, you just have like a... A, a bigger grasp of the the longer scope of his story and to why he's an asshole because there's people aren't just assholes just like they come out of the womb like that right. they're assholes because life fucks them over yeah so in a book you have that context and we get this somewhat but at the point in time where they give us the context of it we already hate him So it doesn't matter. And I think that that's where this goes wrong is they they just, they needed to nuance Stephen King's character in order to do this, because this is just a character that I've read in every Stephen King book that I've read. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. He feels very similar to, like, the misery situation. He's cranky, he's unsufferable he's James done with up. everything yeah but he's phenomenal in the role and it's yeah. like oh you actually like I want you to get out I want you to survive and I'm sitting there like watching 1408 I'm like can John Cusack just like fall off this ledge yet?
1: <laughs> Steph yeah. did you watch the one with the same ending as me since it sounds like you two watched the the happy the, ending right?
0: Yeah I watched
1: with the, the happy ending yeah, yeah he died in, in the one I watched yeah Good. he died and yeah. uh so the part that i talked about earlier was samuel jackson being haunted yeah like he's outside the funeral and like he tries to return like some of the burned goods to the to the wife you know like including Mm -hmm. the tape recorder and she's like no i don't i don't want to i don't i want to remember him you know how i remember him
0: Mm -hmm. not burning to death right right.
1: so he gets back into the car samuel jackson does and he like cues up the tape and then you want to talk about what happens, stuff? No. He sees <laughs> a burnt-up John Cusack behind him, and that's why I was like, does oh. the haunting follow him? And whatever, it's stupid.
3: That's a better, honestly, that's a better ending, though, than the one that we got, because the one we yeah. got, it was just like, everything's gonna be fine. I
0: want yours. I wanted yours
3: well it didn't make sense especially for to this me, one didn't like, either <laughs> the 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 Molotov cocktail it. thing like just that's the way I play D&D okay if I feel challenged slightly in D&D I burn everything down that's, That is, I don't want that in a not, movie
0: I do not want that not that is not how you play D&D don't lie to these people that's oh, not are, you are
3: you kidding are. me I actually got You're in trouble with my DM because the stuff. last time, well, I do weird stuff first, but when the weird stuff fails and the monsters come for me, I just start burning things. This is a problem my DM has directly with me, and he said, why do you always catch things on fire? And I said, because I'm not going to win here, so I'm going to want... burn the monster down. You
1: guys want someone that'll do some weird D&D stuff. I'm your guy. <laughs>
3: yeah we need to do another campaign on this podcast yeah let's
2: do one i've never played i want to but we
3: did call cthulhu on this Mm -hmm. can i get out in front of this really quick and defend (laughs) my putting it at the top the idea behind it like using found footage to tell a urban legend story is compelling the idea of finding a Mm -hmm. shoebox like for found footage and like recreating it and becoming obsessed with it i like the idea of like the film actually being haunted that would be better but like the problem i have the story inside the story is that they are they caught this thing with a camera and the camera's the thing is actually the peeping tom is actually why don't we smash the camera why don't we throw the camera away
1: we did even took the battery out it magically showed back up
3: I don't. Well, yeah. then what? What's the rules then? Then we broke the rules. I don't know. I guess maybe I I blanked out at one point. This was incredibly long.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It did feel very long. I think one of the other things too is that I think they even do have a self aware moment in it because I'm pretty sure they're saying that we don't understand like when I, like when they're trying to do he's trying to show it to the ghost hunting Facebook group and they're like, what are the rules? This makes no sense. Like, it's, yeah. I think they're self aware enough of that. <laughs> to like pull those things in but it's also like you also have to give us a little bit of something tangible instead of just like writing yourself into a corner to well, or you... be funny right do something funny yeah, there. there's
0: something funny but okay but I did think it was it was funny I do think this concept is funny okay I mean not ha ha funny but like it's funny that this thing like you know you have to first of all not blink for an hour <laughs> so yeah right fucking ridiculous okay <laughs> and then once it magically appears like you only have so many fucking blinks until it gets you but jokes on you because this motherfucker will come up and give you <laughs> butterfly kisses with his lashes to make you blink hello that's pretty goofy i'll give you
3: that
1: there's so <laughs> yeah. the other thing about it is like all right I enjoy a good urban legend movie.
0: Yes, same.
1: I mm-hmm. fucking hate found footage. I'm sorry, it's nope. just like it's not my thing. So for me to take these three films and put this one at the top, that's saying something about the other two. <laughs> yeah, Hs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, like
3: I like. Uh, I think Heidi is hilarious. Oh, I good. think Creep is good. I. Creep is funny. The, the fucking werewolf mask rubbing his ass on the narrating. scene, like that, that is it for me. But I also like Noroi the Curse, which is like a mm-hmm. a Japanese found footage.
2: Film. Actually- I like
3: Lake Mungo. Lake
2: Mungo's. I, I don't did not. Like the I, well, not and I think for me, it's that it, that was one You're of the first ones to. that I saw. And so for yeah. me, I was kind of like, it was kind of like the stepping stone into like, oh, okay, found footage is an actually, you know, semi interesting thing going on. It's not great but i also really enjoy it there are actually like
0: oh my god the background <laughs> so it is, all comes back to Danny DeVito listen there are a lot of people who like like Mungo especially mm-hmm. like in the horror community i i i subscribe to like a lot of horror groups on facebook because what else yeah. are you gonna use facebook for and it's like highly rated amongst people it's just that for me just wasn't what like i was expecting it's like just like real life weird and disturbing like if that's your kid not necessarily like people are
2: like it's the scariest found footage and i'm like how but, well, and I think I was actually having a conversation with somebody on Twitter about this of like the difference between like the main tropes in different horror like America is like, we're supposed to feel safe in this place. And now it's getting like polluted. And everything in Britain is like, well, what if people actually aren't as nice as they say they are. And then there's just something about like Australia, just like that open wilderness and things happening in your own backyard that you know, there's like things that you don't understand. And so I think culturally it probably is a very terrifying thing because it's lots of wide open wilderness and like, places you're supposed to feel safe with your neighbors and they have just like a different aspect of like how they look at those sorts of things because like for us we're just like i would never be out camping letting my let my teenagers go camping in a ravine in the middle of nowhere australia with my with their friends
3: the reason i have this is because they actually bring the guy from blair witch in to pretty much call yeah. it the movie derivative on the phone with them.
1: the director yeah. guy right yeah yeah. And then they actually like interview them documentary style too as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So that's also something that I didn't really work out for me was like the documentary about the documentary about the found footage about the urban legend. Like it's just like,
2: it was a lot of no. layers.
1: It was a big stretch.
2: That,
0: I feel yeah. like this focusing on the, the, what were they like college students working on this yeah. thing? I feel like they could have done a lot more. With that, enhance mm-hmm. that. Don't worry about the. There was like weird marital problems with the, yes. the man
2: with the newsboy cap and like stealing his wife's money to make. Yeah. That was fucked up. He's hateable. The secondhand cringe that I got when he sat down and his kid refused to hug him and they started talking about the problems. I fast forwarded because I couldn't handle <laughs> I'm the embarrassed. cringe. I was like, I can't. <laughs> like it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he was a very hateable character and i also like how much resistance he seemed to get like with trying to tell the story like that was compelling to the point where he was getting like complaints that were like you're fake and then complaints that were like the complete opposite like you're profiting off of the death of these people well if Mm -hmm. it's fake then how is he profiting off of the death of them? It's like, it felt like at some point they were just trying to lob stuff at him for the sake of conflict without really, like, giving us like, again, there's the the backbone of the story is broken there, because it's just
0: Yeah, they could have just hated him
2: just for him being icky, in general. The
3: the hat was enough. Like, the hat
2: And the the, uh, sonic screwdriver Doctor Who tattoo on his arm. Yeah. (gasps)
3: there that was on okay because this was like the fucking blinking a- the, the the weeping the angels, weeping angels. I, exactly did, like I did that. the
2: same thing i was like this feels like dr who and i saw a sonic screwdriver tattoo and i, was I like, didn't see the hmm. screwdriver but i did I not know I and, and no. the problem is is that like 70 percent of people in my family are professional like filmmakers like they have won emmys and they've done multiple movies and the netflix TV calls them for when they have tv shows to film and so yeah, i am true. around those people and they're so it's so accurate i think that was the reason why i couldn't handle the cringe level so much is because i know these people and that and that's they're cringy. like paperboy paperboy cap dude exists and i have been to like kentucky derby parties with him like that's like, the scariest thing i've heard on this podcast yikes <laughs> like they and they're like that because they have that kind of like heightened artistic sense of the world and they think that they're just like oh that's how it is and like a lot of most of them are not like that but those kinds of people do exist and they're very they all steal from their wives i think many of them are very kids
1: their kids uh college fund or whatever yeah
2: Yeah. do their kids also hate them um most of them don't have kids because it's a lot of traveling good idea good idea
1: just so you guys all know i for the last little bit of this movie i did have to cut my eyelids off to be able to watch it
0: they grew back
2: really fast yeah I,
1: I'm just standing yeah, like
2: can't...
1: to the side so it's like an optical illusion that looks like I have eyelids
2: well, can we talk about how in the like the end credit scene where they like go to her and she's like done whatever it is to her eyes that she literally just sits there like slowly brushes her hair out of the way so you can see the eye makeup <laughs> like nobody can act in this movie which no. I which, I mean it's a mockumentary so like they're supposed to be a level like these people can't act but these people can't act and they it's... can't
3: act like they can't act that's the exactly. problem and the thing is okay so this is the review that i found and i've got to share this with you guys intensely <laughs> <laughs> compelling superbly acted lies, lies. superbly <laughs> acted this is on fucking rotten tomatoes i was like but they did that themselves
2: yeah they absolutely their
3: it's a plant Superbly funny. acted that's the last thing I would say like Thank I you. can defend the idea behind this I even found some 2015 there were some reddit posts where obviously the people who made this film went back and like posted stuff on like cryptid reddit about the blink man trying to build up the, like that. the, the urban legend which is kind of cool that's a cool way yeah. of viral marketing but the rest of it derailed like I, I mm. it's just
0: I think yeah, it's because they tried to do the story within the story within a mockumentary and I yeah, think that it was just way too much. They bit off more than they could chew, You know, spit uh, it up.
1: About the Blank Man, uh, very troublesome film with Damon Wayans.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: it's problematic. I, have, I didn't take many notes on this one. I, the, just I have <laughs> no. no Gravitas films. Oh, no, she can't act. Oh, no, nobody can act. And I have (laughs) my train trestle cryptid from back home doesn't take as much energy to manifest. So you suck peeping, Tom. That's about all the more I had.
0: (laughs) Do you know, I took two notes during this entire situation (laughs) watching these three movies. And you know what they are? They're both for Portal. Mm -hmm. One says Ryan Merriman. (laughs) And the other one says, make America native again, hat. Wow.
1: About. about portal way more immersive than i thought it would be drawing those the
2: game draw, <laughs> on those
1: circles on the wall and shit hey listen i took way more notes on the song 1251 by the strokes than i did on any <laughs> of these movies i look i have a full page
2: wow
1: i could have gone on i was gonna ask you guys about the title card and everything but i'll hold back on it
2: I think that was what something I did have a note for 1408 was um why is the font so boring and then he came into the like the first bed and breakfast after the rain. I was like, also why is he so dry? And why are there so many rugs? And then I have he's giving so and white noise. What's
0: <laughs> well, that's so funny is that usually I make those comments. It's raining outside. Why is he so dry? One Why time so dry? we were watching a Dario Argento movie in the early days of this podcast, and this <laughs> bitch gets out of the shower and puts a towel on, and I was like, "Ew, she's not gonna dry off first? And Elle says, "That's a very Virgo thing to say." Well,
1: yeah, yes. Ten-
0: into the house, Ew. <laughs>
1: Speaking of uh, that, has Tenebrae been covered on the show? Yes i missed some of my favorite (laughs) favorite movies
3: well (laughs) we did that on 31 days of horror so we could come back and do a full episode yeah if you wanted to sometime matt we definitely could all three of these movies I, i you've got my ranking but i'm sure like next week it's gonna change it's... yeah
0: we don't we don't we like to have a really good time in October this is literally when the season restarts this is literally like when I come alive we love spooky season we do so
2: and again you can knock all four of the movies out in like or three of the movies out in like four hours so at least it's not like a long commitment to watch all three of these movies. if you huh, want your brain to
0: melt. to yeah. And spill out of your ears, then yes, watch it all in one sitting. I, I
1: say, made... save yourself the time and don't watch any of them. <laughs> I
2: <laughs> yeah. had Portal on in the background while I was doing bombs, and it was a nice background noise to have on.
0: <laughs> I also had it on in the background while I was doing work. So yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sunning you hand job cabin right now.
0: Thank you. I
3: was writing poetry. <laughs> I can't do
1: I one fucking thing at a time. So,
2: no,
0: yeah.
3: That's why I'm
1: looking up a fake trailer right now. I can't do one thing at a time.
0: One thing about us we're going to dilly dally. Thank you for sitting through our dilly dally. Nice <laughs> you can find this podcast on the interwebs at ghostmagazine.site or on Twitter at GITM Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at WitchXPudding. You can find me
1: at Nocturnal. You can find me at the end of a train tunnel.
2: My God, giving. I, didn't,
1: I I'm usually better than that. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> That's how bad these movies were. You can't even come up with a good, <laughs> good bit. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Maybe Mockingbird and on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Blue Sky, all that fun stuff as Maybe Mockingbird.
0: Okay. Bye.